Today is Sunday, November 27th. This is the Dade City Wire, Dade City's only weekly news show. I'm Eric Baker. Our top story this week on Tuesday, November 22nd, Dade City's own Seth Waitman was sworn in as Pasco County Commissioner for District 2, taking over for longtime Commissioner Mike Moore, who held that same seat since 2014. When Seth Waitman announced his plans to run for the newly vacant District 2 seat, Commissioner Mike Moore endorsed Waitman saying, quote, I've had the privilege of knowing Seth and his family for 15 years. He has a long history of working on behalf of the residents of Pasco County. During Commissioner Waitman's first official remarks, he thanked Commissioner Moore for his support throughout the process. Thank you, sir, for your advice and support throughout this process. I'm privileged to succeed you on this board and to serve the folks of District 2. I have much respect for your work and all that you've accomplished over the last eight years. As Commissioner Waitman addressed the public for his first official remarks last Tuesday, he talked about being a fifth-generation Pasco resident and about how holding this position is a significant honor. Thank you, Madam Chair, Commissioners Oakley and Mariano. I'm incredibly excited to be here with you all on this beautiful Pasco County morning. It certainly is a very different view of the room than where I'm used to sitting. <laughs> As many of you know, I'm a fifth generation Pasco resident and my roots run, root run deep here. I love this county, as does my family. To be entrusted with this position is a significant honor. This re- the responsibility of representing our communities, our families, our businesses is a job that I assume with great passion and determination. Commissioner Waitman then addressed his fellow board members and talked about how he looks forward to doing great things for Pasco citizens. My fellow commissioners, I look forward to being your colleague and working together productively. Together we're going to do great things for Pasco citizens. We may not always be on the, on the same side of every vote, but that's all right. Difference of opinions bring about perspective and create valuable dialogue, which in turn produce the best results. However, it's important we remember whatever decisions we make and conclude, as Davy Crockett once said, be sure you're right, then go ahead. And we're here to cooperate together on tough decisions, work collaboratively in an effort to bring forth the best Pasco County can offer. Commissioner Waitman went on to spotlight a few of his early policy focuses. There'll be more time in the future to address policy specifics, but today I want to spotlight some of my early focuses. Fiscal discipline, ensuring there's value in every tax dollar spent. Water quality, water infrastructure, and flood mitigation are vital community needs. Further, I want to address roadway improvements to reduce congestion and travel time throughout all of Pasco County. Moreover, it's important we support and not leave behind our small businesses. These businesses have stood the test of time and are the backbone of our local economy. Recreational activities provide families an opportunity to be outside in a safe and healthy environment. And so it's important we create a park system that encourages and uplifts our children. Quality of life begins with feeling safe, and I believe we need to ensure public safety is adequately funded in order to appropriately care for our citizens. This also includes recruiting the best and brightest talent to service our citizens to ensure the public's best safety. The county commission is now charged with managing the jail. 
This job has created a brand new section of our county government, and we need to support the operations of this new department to ensure their success. This board exists to establish strategic direction for our county, make sound policy decisions, and provide oversight and quality control for our local government services. In closing, Pasco has blossomed from the citrus capital to potentially the hockey capital. Pasco, Pasco Hernando State College now has five campuses, including the IPAC. We have quality schools, we have close health care providers, and we have opportunities for anyone with an entrepreneurial spirit to build their American dream. It's amazing how much is happening right here in Pasco County. I grew up here. Friends I graduated high school with moved away to Atlanta, Raleigh, New York, and even Tampa because they didn't think there were opportunities here at home in Pasco County. But guess what? They're moving back along with a whole lot of new people. <laughs> because Pasco County is where exciting opportunities are happening. Commissioner Waitman finished by thanking everyone for attending and for allowing him the opportunity to serve. I'm excited to be your Pasco County Commissioner, and I sincerely thank you all for being here today and allowing me the opportunity to serve you. So in the words of FDR, Human kindness has never weakened the stamina or softened the fiber of a free people. A nation does not have to be cruel to be tough. Thank you. Now let's get to work. From her kitchen to your table, Dinner's Ready, located on the corner of 6th Avenue and Meridian Avenue in Dade City, offers a different dinner menu daily and a new menu each month. Whether you dine in or take home, call ahead ordering is recommended. Open from 4 to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, closed on Tuesdays. They also offer catering for small gatherings to large weddings. For more information, call Don Enright. 813-997-5154. Earlier this month, city commissioners overheard a final reading to amend the city youth council from an official advisory board to the commission to a club under the city manager, Leslie Porter, removing them from the Sunshine State Laws. Ms. Porter had the following to say. The uh, impetus for this was concerns with the youth council and having to follow Sunshine Laws. <laughs> Uh, the commission and the city still remain committed to wanting to provide opportunities for the youth, um, but finding that repealing the youth council ordinance and setting it up with a companion resolution later where it would not be a, a board, it would be under the direction of the city manager or designee. Mayor Shive opened the floor for questions and Commissioner Woodard asked what effect this would have on children living in Trilby and Lacoochee. I was approached because now it says eighth grade only as far as middle school. And it also says that if they are enrolled in homeschool affiliation within the city limits, is that the city limits of Dade City? Does that eliminate children who live in Trilby? Does that eliminate children who live in Lacoochee? Leading liaison for the Youth Council and City Commissioner Ann Cosentino addressed those questions. So based on the eighth grade, um, I feel strongly that sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth all grouped together in a small group is too wide of a range of children. So eighth grade 
being middle school, ninth, 10th, 11th, and 12th are who are invited to be part of youth council. I think that those are ages that are mature enough to be responsible. I am not on them every minute when they are volunteering and there's one person. So that that's the reason for that. Um, based on the homeschool of where we can pull from, um, it has always been tied to the city of Dade City Limits. Mayor James Shive asked if anyone had any further questions or comments. Having received none, the commission proceeded to vote on the proposal. We have a motion. We have a second. Madam Clerk, call the vote, please. Mayor Pro Tem Nathy? Aye. Mayor Shive? Aye. Commissioner Woodard? Aye. Mr. Cosentino? Aye. Commissioner Black? Aye. Mr. Mayor, the um, roll call vote has been taken and will carry five to zero for ordinance number 2022-23 on its second and final reading. Caratino's law provides criminal defense, DUI defense, driver license defense, and personal injury. Call for a free consultation, 352-534-6391, or you can find more information on their website, flnotguilty.com. In local sports, last week, four St. Leo Lions women's volleyball players were named to the academic all-district team by CSC College Sports Communicators. Those four students are seniors Elizabeth Sandoval, Skylar Singleton, and Allie Reese Williams, along with junior Jeanette Henderson. Congratulations to you all. The St. Leo Lions men's basketball team defeated Anderson last week by a score of 92-62 to 62 at the George W. Jenkins Fieldhouse, improving to 3-3 three and three on the season. Check out the new thrift store in Dade City called Under the Live Oak. They're located at 14520 6th Street in Uptown Plaza. They've got a wide variety of home decor, furniture, and household goods from every decade. They get new items weekly and everything is under $50. If you use the code WIRE at checkout, you'll get an extra 10% off orders of $50 or more. That code is valid until December 1st, 2022. In local history, some interesting facts about Dade City. Street names. In 1915, many of Dade City's street names were ones you might not recognize today. The main thoroughfare of 7th Street was originally named Cherry Street and 8th Street was East Front Street, while the main thoroughfare into town was Wire Road. Margarita Romo was named to the Florida Civil Rights Hall of Fame in 2013 and Hispanic Woman of the Year in 2010. She founded the Farm Workers Self-Help in Dade City, a nonprofit focused on education and advocacy. Dr. Janet Logan Dellinger, a 1962 graduate of Pasco High School, worked in pioneering better understanding of molecular structures. She is the co-founder and president of the Matrix Biology Institute. She received a doctorate from the University des Sciences et Techniques in Lille, France. Credit to Madonna Jervis Wise, madonnawisebooks.com. 
In local weather, our week starts fairly mild, seeing highs in the lower 80s and lows in the upper 50s with minimal rain chances for Monday and Tuesday. But we can expect to see an afternoon shower on Wednesday. The rain moves along and some cooler temperatures move in for Thursday into Friday. Our highs will be in the mid 70s with lows in the mid 50s. Our weekend looks nice, seeing our highs in the 70s with a very low chance of rain. All major U.S. stock market indexes posted slight gains this week as the S&P 500 rose 1.5%, the NASDAQ increased 0.7%, and the Dow climbed 1.8%. On Thursday, December 1st, Arts in Motion Pasco is hosting a pre-casting rehearsal for their performance of Matilda. They will then be holding auditions on Saturday, December 3rd. For more information, visit artsinmotionpasco.org. On Saturday, December 3rd from 5 to 9 p.m. is downtown Dade City's 38th annual Christmas stroll. There will be holiday entertainment, Santa Claus, carolers, carriage rides, tasty treats, and more. We'll see you there. Friday, December 9th is the Downtown Dade City Christmas Parade, sponsored by the Pioneer Florida Museum and Village. The parade begins at 7 p.m. on 7th Street between MLK Boulevard and Church Street. We'll see you there. Saturday, December 10th, beginning at 10 a.m., is the second annual Pasco High School swim team Eggnog Mile, located at WF Edwards Stadium. There will be a Christmas cookie bake sale, pictures with Santa, Toys for Tots donations, and of course, the race itself. This event is not recommended for lactose intolerant individuals. For more information, contact Coach Patterson at bpatters at pasco.k12.fl.us or lbfisher at pasco.k12.fl.us. On Saturday, December 17th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. is Storytime with Miss Claus at the Dade City Heritage Museum, 14206 U.S. 98 in Dade City. Come out and enjoy Storytime, cookie decorating, crafts, and model trains. Wednesday, December 21st through Friday, December 23rd, First Baptist Dade City presents the 6th Annual Gingerbread House Contest at the Church Street Christmas. Stop into the First Baptist Church to enjoy the exhibit free of charge. They have cash prizes totaling more than $1,000 and it's completely free to enter. Check out their website for more information, www.dcgingerbread.com. Did you know that Day City Wire now has a print publication and a digital version of the news? Well, we do. Look for the print publication at select locations around downtown Dade City and look for the digital version on our website, DadeCityWire.com forward slash print. Is there something happening in Dade City this upcoming week that you'd like us to help spread the word on? Remember to always use hashtag DadeCityWire in all your posts that you want us to know about and we'll find you. We're looking for people who want to get involved with the show, write articles in the wire, and even help produce these podcasts. Email us if interested and let's do lunch to talk about how you can get involved. Info at DadeCityWire.com.
We hope you have a fantastic week and we'll see you again next Sunday right here on the Day City Wire, Day City's only weekly news show.